eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Clap, 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 clap your hands and stomp your feet. You're listening. You're listening to the Clap Your Hands Podcast. Hosted by Elliot Shore Parks and Kyle Newbeck. Here they come. You are an NBA champion, Nicola. How does that feel? It's good. It's good. The job is done. We can go home now. There he was, celebrating. Jokic after uh, last night's win. Marks and Reese, we are back. Elliot Shore Parks joins us in studio. Were you as excited as Jokic was last night, Elliot? I was excited it was over. <laughs> Don't have to watch this anymore. Is this seriously the worst? Like, what's the last final you can remember was as bad as this one? Piston Spurs from oh, way back? Yeah. Not a lot Probably, of Probably, right? What about, the, what about the, um, one year was the Spurs Nets? Yeah, you see the leading that? scorer that, oh. that year was Kenyon uh, Martin. He averaged 16 points. Really? Leading score? Leading score on the net, 16 points. Wow. So Spurs beat the net. Uh, beat <laughs> Granted, the they got into the 80s to win, but, but still. They beat the Nets, the yeah, the Nets, the Pistons. They beat the Cavs, which had a, a young. Come on, the Spurs? Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, like, it, as far as, like, boring teams that just win, but there's no real yeah. appeal to it. Yeah. The Mavs, the year they beat the Heat and LeBron. That was a good. Series. That was a great series. Yeah, but that had a ton of star power too. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, that Mavs yeah. team wasn't boring. No, no, no. no I'm just. I'm, I'm I mean, just, I, I'm I, just going down and looking. I think the Lakers bubble ring is more impressive than this. <laughs> Why? The hell, no, it's not. Because they at least had to deal with adversity. They had. They were away for a few months. They had to come back. They're dealing in the new environment. The Nuggets just played bad teams for three months. Or for for three series. We can accept it. It's fine. Their ring is still fun. They'll get a parade. They're on the list of champions. But we can't do this thing where every year we can be like, this was a great finals. You know why the Eagles Super Bowl was special? Because it was 41-33 and they want to shoot out against Tom Brady. Let's not act like that ring means as means more or less than this ring. That ring means way more. It was a good Super Bowl against a great team, against an all-time quarterback. The Nuggets beat an eight seed that barely, almost got eliminated by the Hawks in the play-in tournament. They beat him in five. None of the games were close. They were never tested a single time in the playoffs. 
it's fine. They got a ring. But this whole thing where you know NBA fans are doing, I see on Twitter and all these Sixers fans like, oh, Jokic is a winner. They're so good. This Nuggets team is winners. And look at blah, blah blah. They're not. They got easy playoff opponents. If the Sixers got this run, we'd be talking about them as champions right now too. Jokic is a great player. The Nuggets are a good team. They're not special. Jokic isn't an all-time talent yet. He's on there on the list because of his resume. But I think the overreaction is out of control. Wow. Yeah. It's hot. Because <laughs> uh, it's so frustrating to hear people all day talk about the Nuggets and Jokic like they're some special team. They won the title. Congrats to them. Someone wins a title every year. Not all rings are created equal. Not all NBA final MVPs are created equal. Full Super Bowl MVP means a lot more than Jokic's. No one's ever going to talk about this Nuggets ring. No one's ever going to bring up Jokic's MVP unless they win another one. Then we'll see what happens. But I don't think they will because in past years, they were the sixth seed last year, and they're not going to get as lucky with their playoff opponents this year. So five, five, last five winners are different teams. And How long has it been since that's happened? Like 45 years or something? Mike Angelino was looking it up earlier. Mm-hmm. Raptors, Lakers. Bucks, Warriors, Nuggets. You seem bitter about this playoff run. I thought I thought this was a great playoff. I'm not bitter. I'm just being honest. I think people are trying to talk themselves into it being exciting because we want to act like we're watching something special. The finals, we're the not. Final, we're the not. Not all specials. exciting. Yeah, you know why, ne- do you know why? Neither was when they slept, uh, swept the Lakers. Neither was when they played the Timberwolves in the first round. The rematch of this finals next year is going to be on NBA TV on a Tuesday. And we're all going to have to pretend like it was some exciting series. There was no real star power. They weren't two big markets. They weren't two great teams. It is what it is. It's nothing to do with the Sixers. That's just the reality the, of the situation. The, the, the finals was boring in, yes. large, in large part because outside of a quarter where the Heat got, got hot from three and they ended up winning the fourth quarter of that, the Nuggets just destroyed yeah. Miami. The Nuggets destroyed everybody. I would, li- I would have liked to have seen this Denver team get tested, but they didn't. It is something to you say the Nuggets destroyed everybody, but they had the fourth or fifth best record in the league this year. They were no oh, the fourth best, fourth best, number behind one the in six. the West, number yes. one in the West, yeah, number yep. one in the West, but top three in the Eastern. Yeah, because the yeah. West was bad. So and then they and then the Heat. I mean, props to them, but they got out the East. Yeah, I mean, favorable, favorable run, right? Like you're right. Sometimes that, and I bring up the 2008 Phillies a lot to where they were fortunate that they were able to get the matchups they had, mm-hmm. right? Like the mm-hmm. Nuggets were fortunate to have the matchups they did, but they also decimated they everybody they played. Hold on, they beat Phoenix though, didn't they? Yeah, they, they beat Phoenix, beat but Phoenix. Chris Paul missed, I think, three of those games. Well, but Phoenix was also the favorites going into the playoffs, so they beat the favorite team. Well, no, I think the Celtics the were, weren't they? The but Celtics were the final it, most. It was Phoenix close. Shouldn't yeah. have been it the went, favorite. They right. shouldn't have been. No, the you're favorite. right. Yeah. In in hindsight, you could see that they clearly weren't the best they hadn't team. Played long yeah. enough. And I know people want to diminish the regular season, but all year the Celtics were were the fine were were viewed as the uh, best best team in the league. They were the favorite to win the title. Mm-hmm. It happened. They got really cold against the Heat in Game 7 in the first few games of the season. I don't think that uh, – serious. I don't think it's because the Heat played phenomenally. I don't think it's anything. It's a make-or-miss league, and the Celtics just missed a ton of shots. And that Game 7 where the Heat beat them, didn't they start 1-17 for 17 or, or something like that? So it just is what it is. The Celtics didn't get out of the East, but the Nuggets are not better than the Sixers. Jokic is not better than Embiid. Like, what are we doing here? Everyone in the league agreed in the regular season that Embiid was better. He was first-team All-NBA. He was picked higher in the All-Star draft. He, I mean, like, he won the MVP. His team won more games. He averaged more points. We're going to allow four series against trash teams to put that all away. Embiid's better on defense. He's a better scorer. Jokic is a better passer. I'll give it to him. He's a better rebounder for sure. I'll take the guy that can score and play defense over the guy that can pass and rebound. Okay. Uh, Jokic is a better player. And, how? And, 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 how? And tell okay me how. to say that. But tell uh, me how. So you just want to look at one metric, which well, but is, if, which if is it's scoring. It's so easy to say he's a better player. Is, then how is he a better player? Well, how's Embiid a better player? Well, who's a better scorer? 
I mean, but I'm, a, I'm at least a, listing a, reasons. A, I'm saying Embiid is a better scorer and he's a better defender. So he's extremely better on one entire half the court, and then on the other half the court, he does the most important skill better. So what is Jokic better? And, at? and what and, and what's the impact when it's all said and done? He won MVP and his team won the, more games than the than the uh, Nuggets in the regular did in the, season. Cons- yes, consistently in the playoffs. Where is that same scoring? When the playoffs come, is he the same player that he is during but the regular Jokic season? But Jokic wasn't until he got handed the easiest pass to the finals listen, ever. Elliot, if you look at Jokic's pass in the playoffs, he hasn't been this dominant player. He got thrown out while being swept. He got 16 points in Game Seven. Jokic has not been a playoff performer. If Embiid got this exact playoff path, we'd all be sitting here and saying Embiid's a winner and Jokic is a loser. Is there any series the Nuggets lose if you put? Embiid on that team is there yeah sure okay which one um Phoenix maybe so you think Jokic is four games better than Embiid let, let me ask you a question if Embiid is as good of a player as he is which you mm-hmm. claim he is if if James Harden's as good of a player as yeah. you say that he is you like Tyrese Maxey I do how come they can win this year because they faced a good Celtics team and lost in seven well, but like so they faced a good team but they yeah. lost to a good team and they had yes. game six on their home court which they lost yep they lost that okay so they they lost in the second round. They lost game seven where they got blown out once the second half hit. But you have all this confidence that if Embiid and, – and, like, you're trying to make this – Well, let me ask you this. Are, but, the, but, are hey, the Eagles are the Eagles a good team? Eagles are a very good team, yes. And did they win the Super Bowl? They did not win the Super Why Bowl. Why did they lose? Because they played a better team. Yeah, his the, argument is that the Celtics are a better, better team. And the Celtics right. yeah. are better than the Heat. I don't care that they beat them. No one can look at me and say that the Heat are a better team than the Celtics. They're better than the Timberwolves. They're better than the Lakers. And they're better than the Suns. And they would have been favored against Denver. And they would have been. And, and so if you look at it, that, look, their ring counts. They're getting a parade. We can all pretend to care for 24 hours. But let's not act like this changes who the better player is when all year we all agreed it was Embiid. But why would Embiid suddenly have a, a total transformation into being a different player than he is in Philadelphia? And, and Elliot, I've said, it all, I've said it all along, and I know that you said this, and I agree. The biggest difference with the Nuggets this year was that Jamal Murray is playing like a yeah, superstar. That's the that, difference. That's the biggest difference. Yep. Um, you know, James Harden gave you two 40 point point games in the series against the Celtics. Mm-hmm. Right? Like where was where was Joel Embiid's huge games against the Celtics like a game seven? Yeah, so he was really good in game five, but you're right. He didn't have a good series against the Celtics. He he didn't. But he the, also doesn't get guarded the same way Jokic does. Because they're different players. Yeah, one's an sure. offensive one's scoring machine. Better. Yeah. <laughs> He's better. Why is that so bad to say? Well, he's the MVP. I, I, he's first in all NBA. Yes. All the media said he was better. All the yes. players think he's better. Like, why is this so crazy to say all of a sudden? The, the, um, well, a, I think he's more talented. He's a better scorer, and, well, he's, the, a, and he's a and he's a great player. Embiid is. He, Embiid is a great player. Yeah. Jokic is a great player in other ways than Joel Embiid is, and mm-hmm. it's it, and it's difficult to compare because they're different players. You right. just want to automatically say Embiid's a better player because I said so because he scores more and he's more the talent. The talent you can't miss with Embiid, mm-hmm. right? Jokic almost looks awkward out there sometimes. When you watch oh, him, he definitely looks awkward. Yeah, but, but just yeah. to be clear, it's not because I said so. The voters said so. The media said so. The league executives that voted for MVP past said two years? so. What about the last two years? Said so. What about the last two years? I, you could argue Jokic was better the last years. Okay, I well, don't disagree, but, but, but at least I can sit here and say that other people thought that. But he won the MVP two years in a row. Yeah, right? the last and two it, years, so, more people thought he was better. Okay, so... Okay, but we're not talking about who was better a year ago. Well, I'm saying right now, as I stand here today, Joel Embiid is better than than Jokic, and everyone agreed with me all year, besides the last six weeks. The Sixers well, were right. the Sixers were favorites to win the final after they won Game Five. But but however, you know what happened in the last six weeks? Jokic got easy opponents, and he dominated them. And props to him. <laughs> but he didn't do anything great. He didn't. No. 
Well, all this, did, all this, like he led the league. Well, he led, he all led the, the playoffs in, in points, yeah. rebounds, and assists. It's the biggest like Philip Rivers stat compiler stat I've ever heard. He won a championship. He Tw- did. So Elliot, how could it be Philip Rivers then? Elliot, I'm gonna go down. He's I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. His, I'm gonna go his game logs. Twenty. Okay. Two, this is just points. 28, 23, 32, 41, 27, 30, 24, 23, 34, yes. 32, 29, 53. They lost that game. 30. 39 and and I could keep going down and then you do the same thing with the rebounds and you do the same thing with the assists right like his his impact isn't just scoring like Joel Embiid and if you put Embiid against those teams he would also put up big numbers because those teams are not good they were not good teams the numbers he's putting up he's not going against great opponents Embiid went up against arguably the best defensive team in the league or one of them in Boston Right? Is that tougher than going up against uh, Bam Adebayo in the Miami Heat or going up against Anthony Davis, who's one of the softest defensive centers in the league? Yes, it's easier. It's fine. He still gets his ring. But I don't get why all day today I hear people jumping ship on Embiid when all year all of us agreed he was better. All right, regarding Doc Rivers' comments, <laughs> and we'll, we'll get to the phone. <laughs> Regarding Doc Rivers' that, comments, I like two off, Tuesdays yeah. with Elliot. That, I was that pretty up good. All that. Yeah, it yeah. sounded like it was. What are you? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, other other than that, he loses in the second round of the playoffs every year. But as did Jokic but, before this year, right? But but he also made a conference final, and I know that it that it was the bubble. And if I say the bubble doesn't really count, the bubble doesn't None of really it count. The bubble, right, yes. it counts more than this. But ring. but the but the difference is now that he's done it. So like you had said, you're. He wasn't a winner until he's a winner. Yeah. Now Joel Embiid's got to be a winner. I agree, but right? it doesn't mean he's a better player. Yeah, you know what, Ali? Sometimes, sometimes with Joel Embiid, and this goes to the whole culture thing. Everybody wants the 76ers to be the culture. Oh, the Sixers need to have the culture. That'd be great. But where does that actually happen? Where the team has this great culture and everybody just files in and they become the culture? I'm not asking Joel Embiid to come into the Sixers and totally transform the organization. But at some point, and he's almost 30 years old, you got to start figuring out some of this other stuff. He's a he's a great player, but the biggest reason I'm going to put it half on the Sixers and half on Joel Embiid. The Sixers haven't done a good enough job putting talent around them. They just haven't. All right, mm-hmm. but Joel Embiid needs to start figuring some of this other stuff out. Yeah, so I think it's a great question. I thought about it the whole ride over here, and if I had to lean on one of them, I think it's probably more on Embiid. If you want to talk about their lack of playoff success, he's their best player, right? He's hurt the majority of the years. So it is what I, I think it is more on Embiid. But where I would push back on this is I don't think they have a culture problem. Like if they have a culture problem, then what do the other twenty-five teams in the league have? A terrible culture problem? They're the fifth right now as we sit here today. They are fifth in odds to win the title next year and third in the East. Is that so, be, is that because they're a good organization and they have a great culture? Or is that because they have a couple of talented players like Joel Embiid? I think it's because people believe in them outside of Philadelphia. That that's where the odds stand. Because A, that's where the bookies put it, but also that's where the money is at, right? So I think that why they are fifth is because, and I understand why Sixers fans are upset. Although at this point, I think it's been a bit much. We can, you know, it's been a while. But initially, yes, I understood it. But we should take a step back now and look and say, everyone outside of Philadelphia agrees the Sixers are one of the best team in the league. Nick Nurse came here because he knows he has a chance to win. Yeah, he's got a very he talented player for sure. I don't think he come here if it was a huge culture problem. Um... Can we hear from Doc for the people that didn't hear it? This is on Bill Simmons' podcast. Doc uh, Doc Rivers joined Bill Simmons and spoke about a lot, as he normally does, but he uh, here's, uh, here's Doc Rivers. Then the second thing is Joe, and he has the ability, Bill, he has the ability to make his teammates better. And when he does that, if you look at our games this year, when, when he did that and dominated, hard, hard to go away from Joel Embiid. Uh, it really is. He's just got to do that on a consistent basis, not just on the court, but also off the court. Just 
just be around your guys and spend time with your guys and, and let them know that you love them because they love you. And, and so I thought that Joe in, in the three years, you can see the growth there. It's all off the court that he's talking about right there. And I don't think he's calling Joe a bad guy at all. And he made it clear that his teammates did like him. So this isn't one of these things where the teammates didn't like him and that's what's going on and he's a bad guy. No, it seems like Joel is very much mm-hmm. kind of a little bit of a loner and he doesn't mind being by himself and he could cultivate these relationships with his teammates a little bit more. Yeah, I, I think Doc makes some fair points there. I, I haven't covered as many Sixers games as I have Eagles games. So, you know, I've been to every Eagles practice. I can speak more to the, the leader, Jalen Hurts, because I see him in a lot more environments. But the Sixers games I have covered, I have not been overly impressed with Joel Embiid and the interactions with his teammates. You look before the game, he's not really talking to anybody. He's not out there for, for pregame warm-ups. Like, I, he just doesn't strike me as a super outgoing guy. That, I mean, I think and he's been kind of honest about that. He likes to go home, hang with his son, and play video games. Nothing wrong with that. doesn't make him a bad guy. But what I think Doc is saying probably does have some truth to it. When I watch Jalen Hurts at a practice, he's talking to all three units on the team. He's walking around. He's talking to coaches. He's joking around. He's laughing. And there are probably times where B does that that I don't see it. But I think that there is truth to what Doc is saying about what, can, about what Joel can be better at. Remember when he didn't win the MVP and there was some there was video that day of practice where he was kind of by himself and he and and the thought was that like look at him he's off by himself he's pouting he's not interacting with his team and then I believe it was Chris Haynes said oh no I've been to a ton of 76ers practices that's normally what he does mm-hmm. and it was like okay what well, but it was also striking that that like that's normally what he yeah, does that's the Joel I normally see right and, and, like the games I've been to the the few practices I've covered that is the Joel I see and so I think Doc, who's obviously had a lot more practices than I am, is is probably seeing that too. He's just a Joel's kind of a quiet guy. Even in his post game press conferences, you can see that sometimes. Like I know he has a big social media presence, but he's not, you know, Mister Laughing Out Loud, hands everywhere. He's not Nick Sirianni. Jo- he's not holding court. Everywhere. Yeah, Joel's yeah. a quiet guy that makes jokes every once in a while at the podium. Right. All right. Couple phone calls here. Let's go to uh, Trey's calling from Denver, New Jersey. Hi, Trey. How you doing, John? I know the show, man. What up, Trey? But, What's up, but Trey? I, I, I called to get with Ike, but now I got to cover Elliot. <laughs> What's up, Trey? Here, 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 okay, go ahead. Here, here's the first thing. I'm not listen. Embiid's a great player. I'm not saying Jokic is better, but one thing he does better than Embiid is he stays on his two feet, man. Mm-hmm. That's one thing he does. He stays up on his feet. Embiid's mm-hmm. so, always on the floor. Then you're gonna say, oh, the Denver didn't beat nobody. And B couldn't beat the same Heat team last year. You just had Bam. Well, and B, was tra- for what it's worth, Embiid was. I mean, he had a face mask on and a broken thumb. Okay, come on, man. It, I'm, it, I'm just saying that's it, also. It is but what Elliot, it is. that's also part of but it. But the Heat were okay. also way better but, last year. The Heat were the higher seed last year against the against but the Sixers. The same, they're the same exact team. You just said, Bam but they were better last year. They were better last year. They had Tyler Hero. Okay. They were. They, they were. They okay, won more yeah, games. They had, they had a higher seed. I mean, they just were. They lost PJ Tucker. All right, that's, that's oh. fair enough. But I'm just saying, you can't say they're bumped. He couldn't even beat the same team. But I think, I think the Sixers would have beat the Heat in five as well in the playoffs. Well, I mean, that's an opinion, though. But I, I mean, know. Like, but what's it, what we're doing. At the end of the day, like you, can't, like, you can't just bash the Joker boy to make him beat better. They're both great players, man. Well, but to be fair, everyone's like, been bashing and beat all day. Yeah, I was going to say, the other way around. Yeah. Like, we no, can do this two separate ways. Them, because, listen, we're fans, man. For six years, it's the same thing. It's Brett Brown's fault. So let's get a new coach. Oh, it's Ben Simmons' fault. Jimmy Butler, get out of here. Mm-hmm. We, we bash. Listen, we bash Harden. 
because he went to Vegas, the ball came back the first day and dropped 45. I agree with you on this. You know? I, I agree like, with we you. All, and yeah. I, I don't like Harden either, but we want to run him out of town. He won two of the three games. I, Where was I, the MVP? I think you're 100% correct. I don't know. We he had a torn, had a torn meniscus. Well, Doc brought that next year who Now you're saying sports, don't play. So hold on, hold up, Trey. See, this is where it's unfair to the guy. Now you're saying don't play. So then he can be labeled as soft and not out there for his teammates. So he's in a no-win situation. It wasn't like he was out somewhere out of shape and, and tore his knee. Somebody fell into his knee. Like somebody okay. fell into him. It's not his fault. Somebody fell into his knees. Right? I mean, you got the Brooklyn Nets trying to triple team the guy. Smaller guy, bigger guy. I mean, it's 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 that was such an ugly series against the Nets because that's all they wanted to do was junk it up. Make make for ugly games. There was no free-flowing, there was no flowing offense. That I couldn't wait for that series to be over with. You can't tell me anybody to look good in that damn Nets series. It was an ugly series. So now he tears his meniscus because somebody fell into his leg. In first report, you hear he's out for two weeks. He's going to miss several games. Mm-hmm. Guy fights his way back out there, gives you what he can give you, you know, gives you what he can give you, comes back early, and because he's injured, he's getting ripped again. He's getting ripped again. I guarantee you, and, and I'm not telling you the injuries every year don't become frustrating, but I don't see where they're his fault. Is it his fault that Markel Fultz hit him in the freaking eye? And and, and, and and ruptured his orbital? Twice, I'm pretty sure. Pascal Siakam came down and elbowed Elbow. him in the face? So where is it his fault that he's injured? This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, I am I mean, I. it does sound like when people talk about it that it's like they're blaming him. Really, it's just the frustration of it seems like every year that it's another thing with Joel Embiid. Believe me, I get it. I'm with you. I, I I didn't want him to be injured or anything. I said the same thing, like, oh, my goodness, we got another Here we injury. go again. Here yep. we go again. But it didn't turn me on Joel Embiid. There, there, there's the difference. But you know what else? I don't really – I mean, how much did it really affect his play? I don't think it affected his play at all. He still had that block, whatever that game was where he had sure. the block. Well, I think he was sure better he once he took the brace off. Because yeah. if I remember correctly, he wore the brace for games two and three, maybe. I know he wore it for two. He, he, sco- was, he, he was effective th- in that game. He oh. scored 30, 34, and 33 in street, three straight games. We weren't talking about an injury or who no, the that's not, that, or not. No, we only talk about the injury when you want to criticize him about the injury. Right. <laughs> I didn't bring up the injury during that time. I'm just saying when people want to criticize him and say he's always injured, that's when the injuries get brought up. Right. And so I can look at that and say at least he fought through the injury and gave you what he had out there. That's not an excuse for what happened in game seven. It's not an excuse for what happened in Game 7. I came in here and ripped him. Ripped him for Game 6. But see, there's a difference from being critical of someone fairly and justifiably so and then going overboard. with. It's almost like we're running a campaign in this city right now for Jokic. I'm sorry, he's it not, not going to put on a Sixers uniform. Sorry, he's not playing for the Sixers. 
So no matter how much you want to act like you're a Jokic fan now and praise him, he still plays for the Nuggets. He still, it reminds me of when Wentz was here and people didn't like Wentz, so they praised Dak Prescott. That's how ridiculous that guy. This is supposed to be the Couldn't most hated, me, yeah. the most hated rival in this city. We dislike the quarterback so much that we're going to prop up the rival quarterback. <laughs> if, yep. Dak, if Dak somehow wins the Super Bowl, are people going to say that he's better than Hurts? <laughs> Nobody would ever call this station and be like, "Dak's so much better than Hurts." But no, no, people wouldn't do it. I don't know what it is about Embiid that I don't either, people. man. Well, but but also, it's real quick, what that last caller said about why Embiid's on the ground all the time and Jokic isn't. Because Embiid runs around and jumps and does things. He's actually he jumps an athlete. Up. Yeah, exactly. It's a much Jokic, different game. I know people love Jokic's beautiful game because of how smooth he is, but he also doesn't really jump or, like, you know, he, he's a low level. Like, he doesn't really get up. So I, I don't – I can see how he doesn't get hurt. But, but also, like – and maybe this isn't totally it, but with some below people, the rim players, and I and, and, and I, I know I I am frustrated, and I've grown frustrated over Embiid after they lose, right? Like his behavior at the press conference with the yeah the, that was annoying. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah like yeah. but but so like that doesn't to me I don't trade him because of that, but that's a reason why you get annoyed with him, and maybe some people look at it and say, well, I like, and then Jokic wins. I mean, it's really the the perfect storm. It's a sixth straight year of disappointing disappointment in the playoffs. And then the guy that's kind of being judged to win bead wins a title and you're watching the games or maybe some people are watching the games. Most people are watching the games and it's like, yeah, like that's like, boom, he's a winner. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, but like you had said, I thought going into the playoffs, I didn't think the Nuggets were winning anything. Yeah. Nuggets haven't won anything in the playoffs the last couple they had of years. The longest odds of a number one yeah, seed going into the something. playoffs. Yeah. At the longest odds, so, I'm not so, gonna... so so all this newfound respect for Jokic, like they're like like they're trying to enlighten us about it. Well, where was all this two months ago? It's in bead fatigue. Well, and also look, I know well, one that one of us is betting him every night. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I, yeah, I will give you credit. Jackie yes, Parlay yes, I will give you yeah. credit. Yes, I, I think too. <laughs> them and the damn Kings. Yeah, Plus, yeah, the listen. Kings took the Warriors to a game seven. That's a win for my Sacramento Kings. Parlay King over there, but. I know that I'm now probably being viewed as like the ultimate sixer homer or whatever. Well, but, yeah, obviously. Well, well you but, definitely have taken over my over my well, but, uh, reign. But, but I think that this is the difference. <laughs> Kick me out of the chair. I, I think the Sixers deserve criticism. They didn't show up in Game Seven. Embiid was annoying after the game. It's frustrating to have been out of the second round. Embiid deserves blame for all their playoff failures. The difference is I don't think they should blow it up, or he's a loser that you'll never win with them, and they have a culture problem. That's where I push back. That, that's where I think it's, it goes too far because the results on the court show they have been one of the best teams in the league. There's a loser thing with them, though. Doesn't mean you're never going to win with them, but you got to admit there's a, there's a loser thing to them. Same with Harden. There's always a loser thing until you win. Yeah. I didn't hear anybody refer to Jokic as a winner. Right. What had he won before yesterday? Nothing. Nothing. That's, why, that's, why they, they, that's why. And if Embiid had Jamal Murray, he'd have a yeah. ring, too. He but, might have two, honestly. But, like, it took Murray stepping up to where Jokic didn't have to try to do everything by himself. Joel Embiid's never going to never gonna drag this team to win an NBA Finals. There's going to be other guys that have to step well, I, up. But I don't know. I mean, did you, well, it depends if you consider Jokic dragging them. I think Embiid can be the best player on a title team. Hmm. I mean, he's the best athlete in the city. So two, I don't see why he couldn't win a title. 215 592 94 was the best athlete in the city. That was last year. That was yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. It wasn't yesterday. Well, what I'm saying is he said that yesterday, not today. 
two and five. I five made a by list two. earlier today. I put him beat on top. Ninety four and ninety four. <laughs> well, what changed from yet from yesterday? I didn't say Jalen was the best athlete in the city yesterday. Mm. If you want to find the audio, I'll I'll admit I'm wrong. I, re- I, my I don't remember talk, great, talking but... much Eagles yesterday. Your power rankings. Well, I think you said it to tweak me about Bryce, and I, so maybe it's facetious. Well, but Bryce, you did say Bryce would be the contender for number one. It would be Embiid or Bryce, and then Jalen. And yesterday was Jalen or Bryce, and it was Jalen won yesterday. Well, Jalen will definitely win the popularity. Oh contest. yeah, no for question sure. about that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, coming up, some Eagle stuff. What did Darius Slay say about his relationship with Matt Patricia? <laughs> I can see why yesterday was exhausting. That is was it, only twenty minutes. Is it a big deal? Yesterday, though. <laughs> we'll get to that. More of your phone calls. People are angry at you, Elliot. Two days in a row. <laughs> Can't wait. Marks and Reese on 94 WIP. Hey, listen, let's talk about hair for a second. Yep, I like to get a, uh, it's like a, maybe two or three weeks ago and I get the freshie. And that's awesome because you, you leave and you feel good. You, you look good. You have confidence. And uh, it wasn't like that before I went to Dr. Glatt because my hair was an issue, right? Like I was constantly tweaking how I was styling my hair or how I was getting my hair cut because I was thinning. Um, and that happens to you with age. It was happening to me. And I very easily... Could have shaved my head and moved on with it. But uh, talked to Dr. Glatt, went in, got the hair restoration procedure, and I'm so happy that I did because the results are amazing. And if you go to any of my social media pages, if you go to drglatt.com, D-R-G-L-A-T.com, you can see my before and after pictures. Other before and after pictures from people just like me and you that had hair issues, and now their hair is fuller and thicker, and Dr. Glatt and his team are the experts in the Philadelphia area as far as uh, hair restoration, the most experienced and the most success. So, again, drglatt.com. Give him a call today. You could speak to his hair team right now. 610-980-4000. 610-980-4000 or drglatt.com.